Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you build a giant pillow fort in your living room. And when people ask why you have a pillow fort in your living room, you say it's for your dog. And when they ask, well, what kind? You say, mm, chocolate lab. And we have a web of lies that's almost as intricate as the crown molding in Fort Pillow. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the pillow soft fortress you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. This is This Feels Terrible, the podcast. Uh, how are you doing? Um, so you may have noticed that last week there was no episode. It was the first time that's happened. And uh, there was a reason for it. Um, our guest, we had a guest on the show. And uh, obviously we had a guest on the show. And it really, it was one of my favorite um, interviews that, that I've ever done. But um, after the fact, we went through this long back and forth about airing the episode. The guests re- revealed some things that, uh, after the fact, did not want to, um, did not want to share uh, with the internets and the, and the world and stuff. We ended up having this really nice conversation, and I and I think that like that the guest got really lost in the in the conversation and didn't say anything unflattering, which is why that I, nothing that I saw as unflattering and nothing that producer Dustin saw as unflattering. But at the end of the day, um, we, uh, we ended up not airing the episode. So maybe we will have that guest on again and we can uh, talk about it. But um, in the meantime, it's a lost episode, uh, which I'm I'm sad about, and uh, hopefully in the future we'll have backlogged episodes so that doesn't happen. But um, you know, this happened from time to time, I guess. Uh, I I will say that it, it reminded me that I love doing this podcast because I I really like being totally open about my past and my relationships and the way I feel. And I think that when you are totally honest with everybody about who you are and what you've done, the like you, that freedom is, is great. And when you don't have to spend any energy controlling. And I, I, um, I really, I really like the guests that we had on last week. So if you're listening a uh, genderless guest from last week. Um, I, uh, I think you're great. And I, um, I'm sorry we weren't able to air your episode. But moving on to this week, I'm really excited about this interview. I have the amazing, super smart, super funny, um, girls get ready to girl crush hard. Boys get ready to, uh, boy crush, boy girl crush, um, 
Everyone just do what they feel. Uh, my guest this week is Emily Gordon. She is uh, hilarious. She's a writer. She is co-host of the Indoor Kids podcast, also producer of the Meltdown show at Nerd Melt. She also um, is the uh, is the producer of Harmontown at Nerd Melt. If you if you guys are fans of Harmontown, not the producer of the podcast, but the live show, it was actually her idea to have the show at Nerd Melt, which is a uh, pretty pretty exciting. And um, she she writes all these really amazing articles that you can find online, and she talks a lot about relationships because she used to be a, a couples and family therapist, and uh, we had an awesome conversation. So enjoy. <laughs> okay, so I'm sure you've had because you're kind of a storyteller kind of girl. The kind of boyfriends oh, that even yeah, even when you're having like you're dating them as young as you are, you're like, oh, this will be really funny later. Like, do you know, like, <laughs> yes, yes. like you're not getting, adventure dating. Yeah, adventure dating. So I dated a guy um, in late high school, and a, I think a little no, just late high school, who was a cult member, Whoa. and he, I met him, super handsome, like you know, cool dude, like awesome. Um, but he initially said something about how he could read my mind. And I was like, that's a pickup line. It was not a pickup line. So, uh, this guy, and he was like super, he was like a skateboarder. He was like a cool, like punk rock, indie rock kid. And, uh, I thought he was awesome, but he also, uh, was in a cult, uh, like I think they called it some kind of magic cult, magic, obviously with the CK. You can never do magic with just the C around these people. He would right. pierce himself in front of me to show me how he had overcome pain. Uh, he well, lived. <laughs> so wait, so do do you remember the name of the? No, cult? it was like a oh, because it wasn't like a big. There were like right. ten people in this. Oh cult. my god, there was like no one in this. And cult. did he use the word cult? Like I gotta go to my. He did. Oh, everybody he actually, from the cult. Really? He genuinely used the word. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so he he lived at home uh, with his mother until uh, he was like, hey, listen, I've got to move in with the cult because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My mom, uh, I've released a demon into the house with a scrying mirror, which is a term. Ooh, uh, it's what like is a, a scrying mirror. It's apparently just a piece of dark glass that you're supposed to be able to look into and things happen. Whatever. Right. He would always like at diners would be like, what are you thinking of right now? Are you thinking of this? And I'd be like, yep, got me again. You did it oh. again. Because <laughs> what am I going to not play along with that? Um, and so he was like, I have to move out. And so I'm going to move in with the cult. Now, he moved into a double wide trailer in South Carolina. I'm from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was where the cult lived. Now, the cult Whoa. was like, it was like eight other people. They all lived in this trailer together. And they all were like tattooed and pierced, but, uh, all of them wore like tracksuits and they were like f- kind of fat and pasty. So it was like, I don't know. You wanted it to be really hot if you're at least going to get involved yeah, in something like this. Yeah. No, it was, they had like dental equipment everywhere. Like they Whoa. were super <laughs> dental equipment. Yeah. A lot of like a dental chair and then a lot of like scan, uh, like candles and like skull stuff. Um, and I continued dating this guy, even though I had to drive two hours to see him every weekend. Did you? I know you said that like you thought it would be funny later, but like there must have been some. Well, I thought he was cool. And I right? thought because <laughs> I'm, I'm an idiot. I thought he was cool. And I he was very handsome. And mm-hmm. I was like, what am I? What else am I doing right now? Am I doing anything else? Is it half as interesting as this? I, I have a real obsession with underbellies. Like I'm, I've always been mm-hmm. like really into like, oh, there's a dark side to this that no one sees but me. 
Uh, and so I thought maybe I'd get like get hooked into something cool. Mm-mm, it was horrible. Um, and so he lived with the cult for a while, and they would talk about. Uh, I remember I walked out of one conversation about how they had they'd gotten uh, chest acne. Is there a good term for that? Chest acne. Chacne. Chacne. <laughs> they'd a couple of them had gotten uh, zits, chest acne, chacne uh, from uh, candle wax, like dripping candle wax oh. on each other. Which I was like, that is hilarious. That <laughs> like yeah. that's your Were the candles made out of pizza. They must Why have been. They- well, everything else. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh and the way that he and I ended up uh breaking up was that we were sitting in a diner and he made a joke about his uh roommate's penis and like a weird way it looks and I was like, Yeah, how have you seen his penis? And he was like, Did you not know that I have sex with all of them on a weekly basis? Did you not know this? And I was like, Ooh. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then he very kindly was like was, Do you think that was sincere? Like he yeah. did you not like he actually thought that you He genuinely knew? I think he thought because maybe there have been jokes made that I just ignored. I'm sure they were called them on uh, mutual masturbation. Like, the cult is, is what <laughs> the entire cult was. They were that, called fuck on. cult. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he was like, "You didn't think we were dating?" He's like, "I can't date anyone." While and I was like, "No, I've just been driving two hours to see you every weekend because what? I I like hanging out as friends." Like, <laughs> so. Stupid. <laughs> what an extreme analogy of how most young men feel. Yeah. <laughs> most most uh, men in their early 20s are like, did you not know that I am in a cult with the rest of the yeah, world? Exactly. I, yeah, exactly. How, how dare emotionally, you? Emotionally, at least. Cannot connect to you. So he, uh, nice guy. And, Please and tell me his name was something like Spyglass or something. His name was Tom. He didn't oh. even have like a cool name. It's a bummer. That is such a bummer. He uh, And he friended me on Facebook fairly recently and he's like married and has like a couple of kids so apparently the cult did not work out for him but and there was nothing I could do but sit at this diner it was too late for me to drive two hours home I was like I have to stay here with you and your dumb gross sex people (laughs) sex people are never as attractive as you think they're gonna be no yeah no you want them to be yeah never never they have a lot of check me me. I love the the extreme self-awareness and then extreme lack of self-awareness in calling it a cult yeah. So that's Yeah, he literally called it a cult in a double white trailer in Rock Hill, South Carolina. I hope they're not still active. They might kill me, but <laughs> they oh didn't seem to do very much other than just hang out and I guess have sex with each other on days that I was not there. Oh boy. Bummer. Have you ever been a proposition for a threesome? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I just collect, I collect both girls and guys. That would be, I collect a lot of people who are like kind of questioning their sexuality. Right, I, I right. tend to have those people around me at all points in time. Um, yeah. So, how does that, how does that come up usually? Uh, drunkenly. Those are, right, right, yeah, right. it's how it always comes up. Or then like, oh, wouldn't that be funny? And then like, seriously, <laughs> wouldn't that be? What about you? Do you have, is this a thing in your life too? Um, no, it's happened a couple of times, but I don't know if I if I'm that. Uh, I, f- I feel like there's a time in my life where it's happening more frequently. So I wonder, like, what's changed? That's true. The older I get, the less that happens, which is a real bummer. Maybe, maybe you always <laughs> want to be propositioned for that, but you don't. You know, this time goes on, you're more and more like less likely to like take people up on that. Right. Yeah. Well, we were talking earlier about uh, briefly. You mentioned like getting flirty when you're drunk. I feel like I I. I think I'll always have kind of a flirty energy, but when I was younger, 
it just was all over the place. Yeah. So I think I was sending out off the wall, like, crazy vibes. Wasn't aware of how to interact with men other than that. Like I yeah. had one switch, yeah, one boob out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like, well, this is what men are for, right? Like this is what they're <laughs> here for. Hmm. It took me a while to figure out, like, oh no, they're your friends. They can be this. They can be that. Like, yeah. There's not always a will they or won't they? Because now I have plenty of guy friends, and it's like, oh no, it's won't they? There's no way. <laughs> like, and and nobody wants it. It's a very respectful friendship, you know. It's right, like right, not right. a. But when I was younger, I was like, well, that can't happen. I agree with when Harry met Sally. That'll never happen. Like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It happens. <laughs> I agree, but you did you not see the end of the movie? You just watched the road trip part of When Harry Met Sally. Uh, what? How does it end? I forgot. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Billy Crystal's character, Harry says, uh, "Men and women can't be friends." We're like, "Yep, good movie." So you turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna follow that life philosophy. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah, I wonder if it's that or if it's. I mean. As a uh, as a nerdy girl in high school, oh, and then sure. yeah, and then you kind of come into your own when you get older. Just getting a positive reaction from from dudes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm just gonna yes and whatever this behavior is that I was. That's already. probably true too, and I feel like that really helped me. Like ha- being like a nerdy girl growing up helped me to have interactions with guys that weren't crazy, like always imbued with like flirtation. Right. So that when I got older and started letting that out, when I finally settled into like oh, I can be a friend with a guy. Like, it's totally... Because I've had this practice in elementary and middle school when I was the only girl that liked Red and Stimpy or whatever the thing was. Yeah. Yeah. That I think that does help. I think being a nerdy girl does help. But then the guys, when they do see you in a sexual manner, it's like, that's all they see you as at that point. Right, right, right. And then for a little while, that's that's fine. And that's... uh, Well, at least for me. Just speak for myself. But um, I'll speak for myself and all women. Um, yes, please. This is what I require. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think like when I was, I, I, when I was in high school and I was nerdy or like middle school, very, very nerdy in middle school, weird in high school, I felt this resentment, especially I, I lived in Southern California and so like everyone was very hot sure. and I felt this resent from, resentment from guys like, you, you should be sexy and, um, and and hot and you're not like you're useless as as a girl you're like oh. a screwdriver with no top. Oh Jesus, that's very sad. <laughs> that doesn't. But I but I, I don't I don't mean to say it in a sad way. I just mean like then when when guys were like yeah yeah, uh, yeah. you're like yeah I'm on board let's yeah, do this yeah, yeah. all right yeah when, and when did this happen when did you <laughs> exactly when did you blossom into a creature that other that guys finally started to notice? Um, my freshman year of college you took off your glasses and then that was it. <laughs> I um I I like my freshman year of college I lost forty pounds mm. just out of nowhere yeah and there is like a time that, where it's like boom and it just happens yeah yeah, yeah. and and I, I suddenly got attention and it was awesome and I moved to San Francisco where like individuality is is more cherished than yeah. it is in San Diego <laughs> where it is not it is not cherished no <laughs> um so you're married I am yes. And uh, where, where did you meet Kamal? How did you guys meet? Uh, we met in Chicago, right? Yeah, we met in Chicago, and he was. Uh, I had started going to comedy shows, and he, I heckled him one night, and then I had to. 
That's literally how we met. And what then, was your heckle? Well, it's kind of weird because now he's since then repeated that heckle with other people that I've seen. And I'm like, that was my heckle. Um, <laughs> so he says, like, is anyone here from Pakistan? Like, sarcastically, because he is. Right. And uh, I was like, woo, me. And he was like, oh, we would have definitely noticed you in Pakistan, which I was like, mm, well, that was kind of a nice. Oh. And then since then, he said oh, it to like. your heckle was just a woo? That was it. That was all I did. Oh, oh okay. But then the, the other part of the story, which is a little more stupid, is that at a, a show the next night, he, the girl sitting next to me heckled him relentlessly. And then I felt the need to apologize and kind of distance myself from this girl that I didn't know. And I was like, right. I would never, I just said the thing last night, but I would never do what this girl did. And then we just kind of started talking from there. So there you go. But yeah. you saw him two nights in a row. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, there's, I didn't go specifically to see him. Okay. Uh, he, it's, there's, you know, it, Chicago comedians are amazing, but there was only like two or three shows in town that were any good. So you would just kind of go to the same things over and over. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw him two nights in a row and we started hanging out. And then I was trying really hard to be celibate and not date anyone. Uh, <laughs> like the classic. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then, but I was like, oh, I actually have fun hanging out with this guy. And I'm not trying to like think about what the, what my next move is. Right. And so then we just kept hanging out and then it was over from there. It's just done. I was <laughs> done for. Yeah. Were you like, re- were what was one of you uh, resistant to dating at first? Both of us were. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> actually, yeah, I had actually, I had just gotten divorced because that's the other thing is that I right. am divorced. Yeah. Um, and I not just gotten divorced, but my divorce, it takes like, we'd been separated for over a year and it takes like six months for the paperwork. There's all kinds of stuff that has to go through. So they, right. it was still, I was still in a point where I was like, for myself, I need to be single for as long as I possibly can. And I was trying really hard to like, be single, be single. And he just resisted all dating. He thought he was going to be alone, I think, forever. He didn't want to date anybody. So we both were like, had all these weird rules about like not hanging out too many times in a row and not. It's weird how that seems to be like the the best uh, condition for people starting a relationship. I feel like most relationships that I... Uh, that I really respect like when you ask them how they started they're both like I was going to be alone forever and then <laughs> which just means that you're focusing on yourself yeah um, that, that might be true I think that's exactly right because otherwise like when you, people just jump whole hog and like move in together immediately it's like well you're not like you're rushing so much of the stuff that you like that's the part you're going to look back on and, and be like oh that was so cool why rush into the part yeah that's like after the fairy tale ends like why would you want to rush into that oh man tell talk to me about this <laughs> <laughs> please talk to me about this and I it's I can only say that looking back because it's hard right. to say it once you're in it but you know when the, it's like what my husband and I've been together for a while we're settled in you know we have how like, long have you been together we've been together six years and been married like a few years that's that's a fun we've been married a few we've been married a few years so uh so three years or <laughs> around three years why yeah. is that a weird uh <laughs> did you get half seas married or we like kinda, what do you mean we could say half seas married we'll call it we got married several different times in different ways <laughs> okay so okay. we had a courthouse wedding a Muslim wedding and then like a traditional kind of wedding wedding okay. so we have when you said different. the first reason or when you said Muslim I thought you said muscle wedding. <laughs> Have you never been to a muscle wedding? They're uh, really sexy. They're really aggressive. <laughs> they're quick. And, uh, a lot um, of reps. Yeah. So, and and how, uh, what was the, the time period for all those weddings? Or like, how, what was the It was the like over, over a year, over oh, a year okay. period. So to some people we were married, to other people we weren't. So it was kind oh, of cool okay. for us because we got to experience being married without the judgment of like, oh, newlyweds, you guys are never going yeah. out again, that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, and now we've been like settled in and kind of been together for a while. So 
And I, it, this is a gorgeous, beautiful period, but I loved that period of like, is he going to call me? Oh my God. Am I going to see him today? Should I pack a bag with me in case I, he asked me to spend the night or right. should I ask him to spend the night? Like that was so exciting. And I see a lot of couples like just rush straight into like, well, let's be together every day forever. Right. And that was such an exciting time. I would not have wanted to rush that. Like I would not have wanted to skip that. That, yeah, that meant that was important. And I didn't re- always realize that, mm-hmm. but I kind of realize it now. How long did you guys hang out before you started hanging out every day? Or before, it was a, you, before it was romantic? Uh, well, not long. Not long. We actually kind of hooked up fairly quickly. But it was like, it took like like six months before we were hanging out. Like both, it was assumed we were hanging out on weekends. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Which was the first time that's ever happened mm-hmm. to me. And it was super weird. But it was like, and it was more him on his side than mine. It's, I was like, I'm in. I'm ready. I'm doing this. And he he was the one who was more like, no, we need to like still kind of be careful and I was like, well, that's stupid. But looking back, it was actually really smart, I think. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, though. It's so- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. You're saying these things, and I'm like, fuck, like, have I ruined it? No, no, no. See, there's a million ways to do it. I'd never done it that way. I'd never experienced it that way. And and for me, especially coming out of a marriage, yeah, like, that was what I needed. That was absolutely what I needed. So how, how old were you when you got, got married? I was 23. Holy smokers. Yeah. I was very young. Yeah. I was, I was stupidly young. It was, and he's a great guy. He and I are on fine terms, but like, I was way too young. Yeah. Yeah. How, how long had you guys dated before you decided to get married? I think like a year, but it was all, it, they have that, that thing, what's it called? Um, sliding rather than deciding. Have you heard this term? Mm-mm. Love it. It perfectly describes how my life was. Uh, where instead of making a decision to be like, uh, I'm going to move in with this guy. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, too expensive for two apartments. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been a slider. Yeah. Yeah. We both wanted to go to grad school. Well, I guess we'll just apply to schools in the same cities and see what happens. Like, right. it never was a thing where we made the decision let's do this because it's what we want to do. It was like, well, it seems like the easiest thing to do. Okay. And then you look up five years later or like, well, like three, it was like three, maybe four years later. And like, oh yeah, it turns out we're not right for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Were you guys married when you were like looking for grad schools and stuff? Not yet. Okay. We, yeah, not even, we were just like, and part of me too, I feel like needed, needed like something to keep me. If I have too many options, I freak out. Like, if the yeah. more options I have, the more terrified. So, like, when Actually. applying for grad school, I was like, I can't apply everywhere. Like, how, what am I supposed to do? I need a, I needed a guy to, like, oh, I want to, I just want to go to these three mm-hmm. cities. And I was like, oh, good, I'll just apply in these four cities. We'll see what happens. Was he studying the same thing? Uh, he's studying, he became a neuroscientist. So, he's a neuro, ah. neuro yeah, he's a neuroscientist. So, similar, but not. Uh, so, not upgrade from the cult member. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he, how long were you guys together? We were, I can't, when I think about it now, it's like probably a total of four years, maybe five. Okay. Yeah. And did you guys have a big wedding? No. No, okay. I've never been that girl. I've never. Right. Because my sister, I hope she doesn't hate me saying this. My sister got married and then was divorced before she finished paying off the wedding. And I was like, oh, oh I can't. Oh my gosh. I can't ever do that. Like, I can't. Ugh. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. Because there's just, I fascinated with the idea of like someone throwing like a like a big wedding and then you guys get divorced I'm fascinated with it too but not enough to ever do it <laughs> it scares me like I'm, and I feel like people often focus too much on that and not enough on like how you're actually going to live with this human being that you're going to spend the rest of your life yeah. with yeah well it's that old 
thing. I don't think there's a saying for it. There but, should be. Or, Let's or make like one. the bigger the wedding. Aaron, can we make one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it? The bigger the wedding, the less the Slow sweating. Chatting. Love wise. <laughs> I like the less I like, you'll be regretting. No, oh, the, the more, more you'll, you'll be, be regretting. regretting. Yeah, better. The bigger the wedding, the more you'll be regretting. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. I think we did it. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Unless it's like, um, you know, Rob Schraub and Kate Freund got married and they had this like amazing, beautiful wedding. Yeah. wedding. Um, but they've been together for so long that I feel like at a certain point, like when you've been together for so long and they're, they're, their relationship, I think, is involved in so many other people's. Yeah. Re- like everybody. Everybody feels like they have a stake like in that friends. marriage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's okay. Yeah. And that was just a party for them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nobody, it's not yeah. like, oh, these people are committing to each other. No, they've been committed for years. Yes. That was a party. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it should be a party. Yeah. But yeah. I've been to, I've been to a couple weddings that have been, uh, too big yeah. and weird. Yeah. Too many candles. So too many, many candles. <laughs> Dan and I went to a wedding where there were there were like five different symbols of marriage. There was like lighting the candles and then drinking of a glass and then writing on a wall. And like <laughs> it's such a things. short it's in reality it's a short thing. So I feel like people keep adding things to it to make it into a longer thing. Yeah. I, we have a friend uh, who's a comedian in New York named Dan St. Germain who has the best joke about our other friend, which the joke is, my friend had a Super Mario Brothers themed wedding, but a regular themed divorce. <laughs> <laughs> which is all true. Oh, uh, you can't really have man. a Super Mario themed divorce. Not yet. We haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> oh, uh, Real ouchy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, real ouchy. Yeah, I, it, it just <clears throat> takes a joke like that to make me uh, not stress about getting married. <clears throat> oh, for sure. Do you stress about it? Um, <clears throat> I, I've, talked, I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast. I, I only stress about it in that I am, well, I'm really enjoying my relationship right now. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't stress about getting married. I think I'm just very, like, excited to be married. Sure. Um, but I'm also, I'm excited, but I'm, I'm not, like, like, waiting. I don't know. I don't think that, um, Dana and I have only been together for a year. So I don't, I don't feel ready to be engaged, but I feel like, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm, uh, extreme. I have a kind of, like, the, extreme personality and mm-hmm. so or the, the, what a retarded thing to say <laughs> my personality is extreme so yeah. it's either I like to skateboard around in my own head sometimes <laughs> to really catch them, uh, catch them I only eat like nacho cheese buffalo ranch constantly, chips constantly constantly yeah, yeah your breath is terrible <laughs> <laughs> um, I you like to go in whole hog is yeah. the impression I get yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're a wallower wallet. I'm also a wallower whatever okay. emotion that I'm in I'm fucking wallowing in it. It doesn't matter. I, I don't feel anything halfway. I right. feel everything 1000% and I don't know how to not do that. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah, think that's yeah. bad. And I also feel like it's now, unless you're married, I feel like women are punished no matter what opinion they have of marriage. Like if you're yes, like, yes, if you're like, yes. no, I, I'm not ready for it. It's not for me. They're like, oh, you're lying. And then if yeah. you're excited about it, it's like, whoa, look at this one. Like yeah. there's no opinion about marriage that women are allowed to have really yes yeah yeah it's a shame yeah it's a wonderful thing it's not the most important thing on earth the relationship is more important for sure but it's it's great yeah yeah well and then there's also i think another part of it or another element of it is that you know when you i'm i'm 27 
and uh, Dan's 39, but I always scratch my nose. Um, <laughs> when you say how old Dan is, you always scratch your nose. Uh, 39. Ooh, <laughs> you like pulling your collar out. Sperm will be viable for a long time. I've had a million boyfriends, and obviously none of them have worked out. Sure. So there's this... And I've and I've been happy in relationships before, and obviously, like looking back, like oh well, that was that was, I was crazy. That yeah, was exactly. terrible. Yeah, like my most recent relationship, I was very serious about my boyfriend, and then now I'm like, what? Like I was just thinking about this today because I thought I drove by him. Oh. I almost got in a car accident because I was like, hello, was that? <laughs> it wasn't him. What are you doing here? Uh, hello. Ooh. He. Um, yeah, I was very serious about that boyfriend, and he would say things all the time, like, when we get married. Oh, so, yeah. 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 And Oof, um, just hearing it, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds so comforting. <laughs> but I, yeah, and then hour later, I would be like, shut up. And yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm a cool girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> talk in the mirror, pretend, like, do vows yeah, by, yeah. by myself. Um, but then he, uh, the, Start a relationship with somebody else while we were still dating. So, <laughs> like, um, so that that was a big. That, so, I, like, I'm damaged goods a little bit. I have these. It's a, a big part of the marriage thing. Is I take marriage very seriously, and I don't really have a lot of divorce in my family. So, yeah. so I'm naive to think to think that like, oh well, if I get married, then, it's got to be the most perfect version of whatever. Yes, yeah. yes, and that person will never leave. So there is that. Yeah. Like, I'm very happy with Dan. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, I, I really don't want you to, I don't want to discover all of a sudden that you're a bad person like I did with my last relationship. Well, when you look back on it, do you think it was all of a sudden? Was it really sudden or did you see? It wasn't. But like, I, I it, re- it really wasn't. But I did not, um, like, not until after the relationship really? did I realize that. Like, I, like, as we were going through our breakup, which started with a, break like everyone I was talking to like everyone was very behind our relationship so everyone's like yeah like just you know take Take time and it's gonna be great and my dad was like I think this is a really good decision and he's a great person but then yeah so like there was yeah and I I did not see any of the signs of him backing out of the relationship or yeah which which he did so I I just I've and I don't know what Dan's version of backing out of a relationship would look like. Yeah. So but that's I, very scary. That's very scary. But, and I also, but the, there's, it's like a double edged sword because <laughs> part of the reason that you had that relationship was so that you would learn to be more aware of looking for things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's part of it. The other part of you have to deal with, for me at least, was constantly, because I could see, I watched, I, when I look back, I watched my first marriage disintegrate. I watched it. And I, I just turned away from it because I was too busy, whatever. Yeah, just turned yeah. away from it. It was not, it was too hard to deal with. So then I got into a thing where I was like overly obsessed with keeping an eye out for those exact things. And if it started happening in this one, I'm going to get in there and nip it in the butt. I'm not going to let this happen. Not to the point where I was, it was like you're almost choking it to death because you're so scared yeah, that it's going to yeah. happen again. And then I had to learn to be like, oh, it doesn't mean the same thing. Just having that awareness is is sometimes enough. Like right, having yes. the awareness that this is a thing that could happen and that 
always making it that you're not the victim of it, but like that you like, oh, this is a thing that happened. And we both weren't doing the things we were like, right. Not that it was your fault in the slightest or my fault, but just that I saw things and I just was like, I'll yeah, deal with it later. I can't deal with this right now. I can't. Yeah. I just can't. I, I ignored how I was feeling about myself. Like I started. Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah. Like I, I, I really, my self value just slowly was, uh, degrading and I, and I, and I, and I kept on like trying to deal with it by like playing, playing a game kind of like if he, he was pulling back. So I was like, well, then I'll, 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 I gotta make plans for myself. I have to, you know, and in, in really silly, extreme ways. And there were times when I knew that he was lying to me, but I didn't confront him about it because yeah. I was too afraid. Way too afraid. Yeah. But see, like, that's what you got out of that relationship. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm dating somebody who's, so I mean so different but then also like really self-actualized and not ashamed of his faults no not ashamed <laughs> embracing <laughs> his faults yeah so when you're Slaunting, with someone say. <laughs> yes yes so when you're with somebody who who is uh totally honest with yeah. not only like his partner but with the world then, like, I know that he's not going to be hiding anything. No, like, it would not be at ridiculous all. if, like, all of a sudden I found out that he was. No, that would never somebody. happen. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's comforting, and also, like, he's he's a uh, Dan is mature enough that he. I mean, he knows all these things. Like, I've talked to him about like being scared sure. that the same thing would happen and all of that. And for a long time, I resisted dating Dan because I was like, I, I just, I have to be celibate. I need to be alone. Need to be alone. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, yeah, so he, he understands all of that. And he'll even call me out on it sometimes. Like if I'm upset about something, he'll say like, look, I'm not insert my ex-boyfriend's yeah. name here. Yeah. We call the ghosts of boyfriends past. Like you oh. can't, like you can't, like you can't live with a ghost. Like this is not the same person. This is not the same thing. It doesn't mean that you can't learn lessons from that old relationship that you can take into the new one. Right. Cause I can't, like I can't go through life being like every relationship I've had was a failure. None of them have been. I learned right. not to date cult members. <laughs> I learned like, <laughs> you know, like I learned like not to ignore things when I can tell it's uncomfortable, even if it's going to suck for a couple of days. Like you can't, doesn't matter. Like you can't. Yeah. So every Every relationship you're in teaches you something hopefully for the next one that by the time you get to the the one <laughs> that you have all this stuff like in your arsenal because I feel mm. like a lot of people also are like no this guy dumped me and I don't know why it happened and it sucks I'm like I hope oh. they, hopefully they won't do that again well no like what, yeah. what are you doing like what's happening inside of you yeah 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 a lot of my girl well, not a lot of my girlfriends some of my girlfriends are just victims like constant mm-hmm. victims of relationships mm-hmm. and it's like after a certain point, if you're not learning from this, and go ahead, keep tripping on with all your like weirdo dudes that are in bands. Keep tripping on and yeah. like see what happens. Like I also feel like with a lot of my girlfriends that like they their subconscious has decided like I'm just gonna be destructive for a while. I'm gonna date people that I know are going to fuck me up. And like I don't know if it's because I'm not ready to really be yeah. in a relationship. So I'm going to like you were saying, like with dating that cult member. Like oh, I yeah. yeah, like I dated a guy in a uh in a hair metal band who <laughs> I knew. What year was this? <laughs> 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 um 
<laughs> not long enough ago. Uh, yeah, and I dated that guy knowing that I Horrible. was absolutely not going to be with him, but I was fascinated fascinated with him just because he shaved all his body hair and ate one pizza a day. And like, I had a guy that would eat a bacon double cheeseburger every day. That was what he would eat every day, and he wouldn't eat anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Same with this guy. Doing? You won't eat Chinese food. You well, won't eat Chinese food. Yeah, yeah. The, no. This guy that I dated, he ate a pizza a day, a frozen pizza a day. Also, he would buy it every day from the grocery store. So he wouldn't buy seven. He would just buy... Oh, God. And you know what? And nothing else. The other I, version of you... And he had a great body. Oh, fuck Weird. that guy also. Yeah. The other version of you was like, I'm going to fix this guy. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God you didn't do that. But I also feel I feel like women are not ever supposed to date self-destructively. Like, we're not supposed... Like, it's not a... We're always looking for marriage. We're always right, looking for the right, one. Right, right, No, we fucking date self-destructively just like yeah. guys do. Like, we date dudes who are ridiculous on purpose <laughs> because we want to, like, get that out of our system. We want to... Do you think like, there's a male equivalent of that? Or do you think just like guys? Being- I think there is. I think when when you know when your cool guy friends show up with like the dumbest fucking women on the planet and expect you to be friends with them, yeah, and you're like, oh, I see what. But you're But that's doing. always your nerdy guy friends who are now that's comedians true. and are like, can you believe it? Yeah, <laughs> this girl. Did you see her boobs? And she's, she's like, like what? So yeah. Did someone say something to me? Oh, I don't want to talk about eyebrow pencils with you, which is literally <laughs> a conversation a girl start. And it's not that I'm not into makeup. I love eyebrow pencils. It's not that I'm not. But I'm just like, is there nothing else do we yeah. have? And then why are you punning her off on me? Like, just because oh, people man. have vaginas, we're going to be Especially when friends. you know they're not going to be around oh, God. the next time you see them. And you can't say that to them. You can't say it to anyone. It's just, yeah, it's really uh, awkward. That's, that's always awkward. Having mostly guy friends and then watching who they date can yes. get real weird. Yeah. And those girls always uh, follow you to the bathroom. Oh, and that's where God. you have those eyebrow conversations, yeah. those eyebrow pencil conversations. Because yeah. I feel like when, I, when I'm hanging out with my girlfriends that I choose, yeah. we don't follow each other to the bathroom. There's no need. There's it's, no need. It's again, rushing that weird intimacy, rushing an intimacy that's like, we haven't earned this yet. We haven't earned an eyebrow conversation quite yet. We need, like, let's hang out a little bit, and then you can listen to me pee, and we'll talk while we're peeing, and oh, isn't that hilarious? Uh, uh, no, it's fine. Don't rush it. Don't do it the first time you meet me. Yeah, but I also, like, uh, I agree, and, but, I, I just, did I... Did you say and, but? I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and but I don't like that culture of like girls going to the bathroom together because yeah. I don't like the idea or like uh, cultivating like you know when we're around the men and we talk this way but yeah. when we're we at each other then we're and it's and it makes like I'm sure you've been in the bathroom before where like and they parody this in movies but girls are like you're just great like can I see your boobs yeah you see like and girls just lose their fucking minds really in the bathroom yeah it's true and it's like let's just why you know, can't we just do that out at the yeah, table? What are we doing? We'll be taken more seriously. Yeah. And what? Well, in both directions. Also, like, why can't you compliment another woman in front of men? Like, why yes, is that not a yeah, thing you do? Yeah. Also, men why don't take you- out a scorecard. Like, well, I guess she's hotter. <laughs> she's better. Uh, and, and we can also in the bathroom have a political conversation or talk about a movie. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, have you seen Argo? Like, it doesn't have to be instantly turned to that. But I will say that th- there's been times in my life, especially when we were in New York, that I would have so few females in my life mm-hmm. that when I would see a female, we would go instantly to that because yeah. 
yes. we had no other yes. i was like oh, i love your coat Ooh, and we would yeah. just start vomiting yeah like what did you do to your bangs because there was no i had no outlet for that for oh, like I've definitely, a while yeah definitely done that especially yeah. especially when i'm drinking i immediately and i think i've i think i've been really gushy over you before where i would <laughs> like there yeah there was one harmontown where, oh yeah, like, yeah yeah we should yeah. talk about that where i was i was upset about something and then i just i just i started going and i remember you said like maybe we should talk about this later because, oh, because, because it was yeah yeah, because, yeah 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 well we could talk about it now yeah, okay can we let's do it yeah so this is a while ago um like and a if, month or two right no maybe more yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a while ago. So if this girl is listening, bless your heart, stop little lady. Listening. Yeah, stop listening. We're going to the bathroom. You can stay out here. Um, <laughs> there was a there was a girl who um, had a crush on Dan, mm-hmm. as who, women are wont to do for they, sure. Yeah, certainly. And um, there was this girl who had a crush on Dan, and before Dan and I, and it wasn't her fault that she had a crush on Dan. Um, because who can help themselves? No, crushable, I, crushable. But also, before Dan and I dated, they had had like a like a like a Facebook like exchange. They had a, they they had a Facebook conversation going, and she's she's from a different state, and she was out here uh, for school. But like this, that conversation started, and then when Dan and I started dating, he sent her a message that was like, "Hey, like I just want to let you know." Even though, like, they hadn't been, like, it hadn't even really been romantic, the sure. conversation. But just the the fact that it had gone on for so long was romantic. Like, pictures of herself. Not not nude pictures or anything. But just, like, cute, yeah. like, flirty pictures. Clearly. that anyone yeah. would do. Like, sure. totally, totally, totally ten- innocent. So she she had sent she had sent Dan pictures of her of her of herself like of her of her cute face very pretty, um, so clearly like she was interested in a way and they had carried on this conversation and um, when Dan and I started dating he sent her a message saying uh, you know I just want to let you know like maybe this doesn't mean anything but like I've started to date somebody and now I feel like it's kind of inappropriate for us to very straightforward yeah straight up Dan super super yeah. straightforward. And I know that she sent him some messages after that, and he just ignored them because, or not, like, he probably read them, but he, like, didn't respond to them because he was like, well, I said how I feel, right. and there's no need to carry on. So then several months ago, um, she was out here in Los Angeles uh, visiting, not visiting Dan, but, like, had some sort of, like, w- was looking at grad school or something, and she came to Harmontown. And I, I didn't really, the reason why this came up was because like there, there was this, when Dan used to do Harmontown once a month, there was a line of people after the show. It's like an hour long every, yeah. every month. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was this girl who just looked tortured, looked like there was a, <laughs> there was something, uh, she had to say something. And I still like from far like she'd away. She'd either seen a terrorist act and needed to report it. <laughs> Or there was some type of attraction going on there. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the two. And also, like, super, super beautiful. Really, really, really pretty. And She's not that pretty. I saw her. No, whatever. That's the girl <laughs> thing to say. Uh, what kind of eyebrow pencil are you using? <laughs> Great pencil. My period is lining up with yours right now. <laughs> oh, man. I've kept my period a secret sometimes when I'm in a room. <laughs> two girls are like, my and I'm like not me mine. I'm not gonna I'm cooler than you guys I would never have my period when you guys have it <laughs> gross <laughs> also we're 
we're all on the, on the pills. So like none of us are lining up ever. Like right, that doesn't right, happen right, anymore. Right. Very sad. Um, very sad. <laughs> so I, so, so like, and I, and I saw her talk to Dan and there was clearly like some kind of like emotional exchange and, and she left and I, I didn't ask Dan about it, but I thought that like, there was something, something had happened. I was like, well, whatever. It doesn't, doesn't matter. It's not my business. Um, actually <laughs> I'm making myself sound cooler. I, my attitude wasn't, it's not my business. My attitude was, I, um, I don't want Dan to judge me for being dramatic and yes. I don't want to seem crazy. Yeah. So, also, um, even though I am, I have those feelings. Yeah. Uh, I'm not actually, uh, but being able to acknowledge that they're not, like legitimate you know what I'm saying like they are crazy feelings yes that's yeah. some, that's a step because right, it, it right, was a right. long time that I was like no this is real if I'm feeling it it's real no sometimes if you're feeling it your brain is trying to hurt you yeah. your brain wants to <laughs> your fuck you over you. Yeah, like, your brain exactly. wants you to be broken up with and be treated like a crazy person <laughs> don't always listen to that <laughs> Your brain's in love with you. Your yeah. brain's jealous yeah. Yeah. of your boyfriend and wants you and <laughs> all you to yourself. Alone. Yeah, so you can be weird and obsessive all by yourself. That's what my brain tells me. There you go. <laughs> um, that's great. So the the next like week or the next month or like whenever the next show is, she was at that show as well, and like that show is like mm, there's something like up here, and I talked to Dan about it. And he's, he explained the situation and he had also told her, like, I guess like when she got here, she was like, let's hang out. Let's get coffee. Let's blah, blah, oh, blah. Let's get coffee. Please. Yeah. Like let's, and, and then, yeah. And then, but then this is the thing that like really upsets me is that, and I think I told this to you, maybe it, I can't remember like the timeline of this, but she said to him at Harmontown, Look, I don't want to fuck. I don't want to screw things up. Like, I know you have a girlfriend. I don't want to mess things up. But like, can we just talk? Ugh. To which I want to. I want to take an axe to her face. And how just, dare you presume that a how, you would be? Yeah, exactly. Screwing things up. Yeah. Gross. Yes. Also, yes. you know what you're doing. You're yeah. You're trying to start drama yeah. to make things more exciting than they even are. Uh, what you are is a girl who flew to L.A. under whatever pretense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The worst. Yeah. So at that show, I was, I was kind of reeling and I was just no, like, I, I don't know what, to, like, this is, cause what we were talking about was like the, and I, and I think we talked about this at that show, but I know there was a certain time when I was younger when like you don't respect people's relationships None in the way that you real. should. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, well, like if they're, if they want to look at my ass, I guess I should show yeah. them my ass. I mean, yeah. I know he's married, but that's what he wants. And I can and like, beat yeah. her and like win. Yeah. 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 It's a matter of like, oh, am I going to win this? Can I, rather than like yeah. thinking about, oh, you guys have a life together. Yes. You guys have a cat together, whatever it is. Like yes. nobody, you don't think about that. There's an age you get to where you start thinking about Yeah. I and I, and I know is. that you're, you're not concerned about Camille cheating on you I'm not concerned about Dan cheating on me yeah but it just it it's it's so infuriating yeah it's so disrespectful and like it it does create it does create the problem of like after that happened like I, I really like it really bummed me out yeah well and it's also you and I both are in relationships that are somewhat in public not like yeah like Jennifer Aniston level of public but like we both my well, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be D'Angelina. No. Um, we both are, you know. Yeah, people are aware that yeah. our boyfriends have, girlfriends have a wife. And, you know, Kamel and I have a podcast together uh, in which, like, people think of our relationship as this, ador isn't this an adorable thing that you guys have? And don't, 
I and and they'll joke be like, oh, is he gonna divorce you because of this? And I'm like, do you see? It's like not super <laughs> funny for you to joke about me getting divorced. Like we're yeah. we're not doing this for you guys. This isn't a thing we're doing for entertainment. Yeah, like, we yeah. were together before we were on this podcast. We'll be together after whenever this podcast ends. Not saying it will, uh, but the <laughs> idea that like doesn't get a divorce from <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> the the idea that my relationship or that your relationship is a thing that people can look at and examine as like a, a not as two people that they know who mm-hmm. just are together and show up at dinner parties together but like oh it's this separate thing that they can kind of look at and gawk at and whatever right. it's hard it, it makes it hard it makes it I think for some females perhaps even maybe some men I'll have men that hit on me and go no offense to Kumail and it's like uh, oh I see what you're doing but it's also like that's a little weird like if someone yeah. said that to Kumail I would be like yeah, don't do that. Like, that's yeah. weird. Like, it's not, we're not, this isn't for play. This isn't a thing we're doing for you guys. Right. Like, yeah. You can't just like piggyback onto our relationship in a funny way or like think you know anything about it. That's the other part. You don't really know anything about our relationship. Right. Nobody wonder, really knows. what that is. Yeah, I don't know. Like what that, what that compulsion is. Like people, and not to bring it back to Jennifer Aniston, but people feel a certain way about Jennifer Aniston because she got left Yes. For a woman People who is... People feel a lot of things about yeah, Jennifer Aniston. They either think she's a horrible, like, oh, good, she's like the most pitiful, desperate human being. Yeah, or she's or frigid. She's frigid. Or they're like, poor girl. There's a lot yeah. of pity. Yeah. I fucking pity her. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no reason to pity that woman. She's doing fine. She always has and been. you don't know her. You don't no know. No one, like, a guarantee, yeah. no matter how yeah. much you think you know what Jennifer Aniston is like or what any of those people like, yeah. are like. Just you don't know them at all. We're not comparing ourselves to Jennifer Aniston and Brad <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> Just to reiterate. Are you Angelina or are you uh, Jen? I'm be all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be Justin Theroux? I'll be Justin Theroux. <laughs> oh, out of all of them, I would love to be Justin Theroux. You would be the best one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Brad Pitt not terrible um not to look at it like getting wrapped up in all that all that (laughs) bullshit but i feel like uh it is true that like part of her hitting continuing to hit on dan was like he's got this thing that he's talked about he's talked about you in such glowing gorgeous kind of lovely terms that there are some people out there i'm not saying this girl but there are some people out there like oh wouldn't that be fun if i could take that down if i could be the one that took that down yes that's hard Yeah. yeah like they take it as a dare it's a dare how do i they're so in love won't it be like when Russell Brand and Katy Perry, I keep bringing it back to like pop culture shit. <laughs> when Katy Perry was like, oh, we're so in love. We're going to be together forever. And everyone's like, yeah, we all know you're not. And then when they got divorced, I felt sorry for her. So, yeah. yeah. Did you like, watch that Katy Perry documentary? I did not. Did you? I did. I watched, I watched it last week, actually. Yeah. How yeah. was it? It's, um, it's it's good. I I I have mixed feelings about Katy Perry. Sure. I don't I don't really. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um I don't listen to Katy Perry's music. But it will but I watched that documentary for that um for that reason. The whole for, Russell Brand thing, yeah. Yeah, because it was covered in the documentary and I was just uh interested. I saw Russell Brand at a party and he sat alone on an ottoman with a with a monk for hours and they just talked to each other and hugged each other. So just one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. now you make sense. <laughs> right. But then at the same party, like hours later, he was walking around with like, just like this, like hot woman that it looked like he just found and they were walking around. So sure. it's like, what, who knows what your, yeah. what your deal is. But this is totally off to, I have to say this real quick. Yeah. I, I was at a party like two months ago, totally random party. It was a pool party and everybody, when, I, when we got there was like totally quiet and they were like, just look at the pool. 
just look in the pool. And in the pool was Katy Perry and John Mayer. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, just like hugging all over each other. And I was like, so <gasps> weird. Oh, so shit. Weird. Well, speaking of pop culture, like, yeah, I saw that recently. Because yeah. um, after watching the documentary, I just Google image search Katy Perry and. Yeah. And uh, yeah, John Mayer. Like, how many... <laughs> When is she gonna learn? When are you gonna learn? But like he's like know. like famously famously Camille has like a famous John oh, yeah. Mayer story. He right? does. I yeah. I we were working on not ever. <laughs> a lot of people would have written that story into the ground. I'm very respect. I respect my husband very much that he is not right. Uh, but yeah, he had a bit of a run in with John Mayer that I was there for, and it was. I thought at one point that I was gonna have to punch John Mayer in the face, and luckily I did not. That's, oh man! Yeah, and guys, if you want to know that story, just Google Camille <laughs> and John Mayer, and I'm yeah. sure you'll. I'm you'll, sure it'll be up there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I anyway. know I've heard on another another podcast. Yeah, so this Katy Perry. Um, <laughs> Katy Perry. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah, I've seen Katy Perry everywhere recently too. She's she always looks so. I mean, this is me projecting. She always looks so sad. Oh, she um, looked fine at the thing I saw. She's very yeah, well, she, gorgeous. Yeah. Oh yeah, very beautiful. Yeah. Right? and and very talented. But I watched my. <clears throat> Back up. So I watched the uh, I watched this documentary, and I was uh, really taken by how hard of a worker she is, mm-hmm. and like how. I mean, obviously, it's a documentary paid for by her people, so there aren't going to be like any shadows really included. But like, it just it just looked like she works very very hard, and then also uh, like her her image is her total her own construction like mm-hmm. her thing so I appreciate that but yeah they when um you can like at the beginning of the documentary her and Russell Brand are together and it's very sweet and then in the middle like he like she's she's trying to fly to see him he's not flying to see her Ugh. and then there's just this this concert where they're in Brazil and it looks like she's just broken up with her and she like takes a necklace that he gave her and is wearing the necklace and she's crying on this oh, geez. chair and is hysterical and the, but she still does the show sure professional yeah but it is sad I was sitting there crying and <laughs> Dan was like doing work in the other room and I really wanted the documentary to be over before he came inside sure <laughs> Because Dan and I um, have gotten a few fights where he thinks that the romantic comedies I watch are stupid. And I was like, this is worse than a romantic comedy. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. want him to walk in yeah. on a uh, firework. And- I will t- tie my reality show watching to when Camille is not home because I don't want to put up with your conversations with yeah, me about how it. they're stupid. I don't need it. Yeah, I don't, I don't need, need that need shit. Yeah. I already feel weird about it. Don't make me feel weirder. <laughs> I'm not saying it's quality. I'm just saying I need to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, of course, Dan walked in at the end and I was crying and like, <laughs> the last the last song was I, I think was Firework and I great song yeah which is like a great song. it's a great song yeah, yeah. Um, but then here are some other Katy Perry songs that like Peacock song do you know that I don't know like, the Peacock song I think. like let me see your Peacock cock, 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 cock. yeah 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 and it's just about seeing a guy's dick obviously she but like she's dressed as a peep songs like like the kiss I kissed a girl song that's a cheap shot like you yes. know what you're gonna yeah, yeah yeah but yeah. that was like her first song that really yeah. broke out yeah. Um, and I admire the like the just just being like, well, like people may really not like me for this. Yeah, but you know, she was a Christian know. singer before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I watched the documentary. Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> I apologize. And her name was Kate Hudson, right? What? Her, her birth name is Kate Hudson. Oh, I didn't know they didn't mention that. <laughs> and she, Kate <laughs> Hudson, had already registered the name, so she right. had to change her name. Oh, is that weird? Kate anyway, Perry. That's a thing. Well, and her mascot during her shows is Kitty Purry. 
which I think is pretty cute. And uh, when Dan... This is Katy Perry talk. (laughs) (laughs) I can talk about Katy Perry all day long. I have a very complicated relationship with her, as I think most women do. Yes, yes, yes. Well, like, Dan Dan walked in at the the end of the documentary, and, I mean, the the entire documentary is just filled with, like, little girls that love (laughs) Katy Perry. And Dan walks in, and, like, Dan's pretty... uh, Dan's not um, conservative at all, but we're sitting there and watching the last part of it. And like, there was like a montage or something where like all of her like shitty, super sexual, super just like, um, as you said, like cheat, like they're just like, let me see your peacock or whatever. And all these little girls are like, let me see your cock, cock, cock. And, 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 and oh, oh, the, the, the whispering boobs. Yeah. Yeah. And, that like the irony of all of that or like the fun of all of that fine for like yeah gay guys and 22 and, year olds yeah, tw- yes. their sexuality yes. yeah it's like super exciting yeah but it's all marketed like all the candy and everything is marketed towards little girls yeah which is never mentioned during the entire documentary <laughs> but to me it's like the entire That's like deal with Katy perry yeah like i would have a hard time having a preteen girl now and she'd be like look like all like Mom, I'm a firework. Um, <laughs> I'm going to show him what I'm worth, which is yes. spinning. Let me see your candy. peacock. Yeah. yeah, someone should edit those songs <laughs> together. Like, show your individuality there's, by yeah, demanding that you see guys. Nothing that really exemplifies how complicated being a female is more than Katy Perry. Yes, as yeah. a concept, like it's yeah. like two. She's very cute and sweet, and she's also overly sexual, but with candy, so it's not really sexual. Yeah, wasn't it's trying to like, yeah, wasn't it's, trying to turn you on. I'm just swear to God, like. Like, yeah. Shut up. Let's all get honest about what we're doing. Like, yeah, I liked it better when Britney Spears did it, and it was like you're in a schoolgirl outfit. We all know what's happening here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now it's confusing. Yeah, it's confusing because she's in a Candyland, and but then her boobs are whipped cream. But also, <laughs> go to school and <laughs> stay in school. And that duet she did with that girl for the the. Did you see this? No. She did a duet for um, what's it? Night of Too Many Stars, which is an autism benefit they had on Comedy yes, Central. Yes. And so it was. She did a duet with a seven-year-old autistic girl who can play piano. Like I'm not going to say savant, but it was like they were kind of like it's savant levels of like. It wasn't. It wasn't that good. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not going to say savant. Well, because I feel like that's weirdly insulting. I don't know if that's insulting anymore. I have no idea, but right. I do know that she hears the song once and can play it. And it's okay, you could call her a right. savant. Yeah. It's Katy Perry and this girl singing Firework together in a duet and not a dry eye. There's no way you can watch that without crying. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting teary just thinking about it. Yeah. It is, Google it as soon as we stop doing this. Yeah. It's amazing. For sure. And I'm yeah. sure I'll cry. Yeah, you yeah. will. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. Like with the firework stuff, like when you, they, in the documentary, they have a montage of like, of, of like webcam videos of like teenagers. You're tearing up. Teenagers sing like, I just, I, her music means so much to me. And like, she just, she really believes in herself and it's great. Like, like her story is really interesting. Like she was signed to one label and, uh, Matrix, I think they're called Matrix. Uh, welcome to uh, where you're listening to Katy Perry talk. She was with the writing team that wrote for Britney Spears. Yes, I did know that. Yeah. And like they they have footage from that. It's really interesting because like you could tell they just like really weren't getting along. But it did not seem like it was Katy Perry's fault at all. Like huh. these these this writing team, they've been around a lot a long enough that they're probably shitty now. 
and yeah. kind of have lost like, their spark. Yeah, for sure. yeah. yeah, and they're like, okay, look, you're pretty and you're whatever. Like we know we can what kind of songs. something on you. Yes, yeah. and she was like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't really like this. And she writes all of her own songs, and she plays do her we own love music. Katy Perry now? Or are we I, I mean, I do. I love her. I do love her. I just, I, I hope that I wish that the the, uh, the inf- infantil- infantilization of. Uh, yeah, because I like the way Madonna did it better. She was just like, no, I'm I'm sexy as shit. I'm going to be very sexual, and you're either going to be okay with it, or you're not going to listen to me. That's yeah, it. Like, yeah. It wasn't like this cutesy, like, we'll wrap it in candy, and that way it'll be like, yes. you won't know that I'm being sexy. No. Because like Lady Gaga kind of has, like Lady Gaga's music and Katy Perry's music is not dissimilar. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, <laughs> it's very, they're, they're the same thing, basically, except Lady Gaga's like, I'm weird, and whatever but like it's very and I'm sure little girls love Lady Gaga sure. but it's it feels like it's marketed towards that feels like, like younger up gay or men. older or, yeah <laughs> straight up gay men yeah. straight up gay men straight up 20 year olds yeah. straight up people who are going to Rocky Horror screenings yeah for sure weird, yeah it's like weird whatever but then Katy Perry there it's it's like little girls all little girls yeah same with Nicki Minaj maybe oh yeah, yeah. she's very candy colored yes, yes anyway what were we doing <laughs> Katy Perry talk. Uh, We should probably take a break. Let's get a break. Hey guys, this is the commercial. Um, First and foremost, thank you very much to those of you who have donated. Um, Thank you to those of you who are listening. If you can't donate, that's totally fine. If you'd like to send me an email at thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com, feel free to do that. Um, if you're able to donate, you can go to feralaudio.com, click on uh, This Feels Terrible, and you can donate via PayPal. If you donate $10 or more, I will send you a postcard. If you donate $50 or more, I will send you a package with a painting and uh, surprises. Um, also, and this is something that's totally free, which uh, we really appreciate. If you haven't reviewed the podcast yet on iTunes, um, please go to iTunes and review it. That helps us get sponsors and uh, angels, blessings, and it's wonderful. Also, we read them, and so emotionally, it means a lot. So if you can go to iTunes and review the podcast, that would be great. And now let's get back to the shoe. So we're back from the break. Get the elbow up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still have uh, Katy Perry stuck in my head. This is a part of me. Is that that's another one of hers, right? Well, she has she has the most number. Or just diving back into Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Let's redo this. Retake. Retake. <laughs> she has the most number one hits off of uh, off of an album. Wow, that's a, amazing. Yeah, female singer, or maybe maybe it's any singer. I don't know. I mean, she really did it. She really did it, you guys. <laughs> she really did it. And had a very public relationship, which is what we were talking about yes. originally. Yes. Yes. That, uh, that yeah. I felt terrible when it crashed and burned. And because. Yeah, it's very sad. Because it's, but it's set up. I feel like if you talk about how great your relationship is too much, mm. you're setting it up. It's very superstitious of me, but I do feel that way. Yeah. Oh, do, do you feel like you don't, do you resist from talking about how great your relationship is with Sometimes. Camille? And I also feel like it's such, like, I don't, Pete Holmes has a podcast where he apparently talks about Camille and I's relationship constantly on mm-hmm. the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, he's doing it enough for me. I don't ever need to do it. I have a wonderful relationship, but I don't feel a need. And I, I don't mind doing it now if that's what you wanted to do, but <laughs> I don't feel a need to constantly be like, oh, it's so great. It's just a, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, partially because I am scared that it's going to come back and bite me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hear that. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I talk a lot about my relationship because I have a podcast about relationships. Yeah, I mean, this is part of the bread and butter, but you talk about all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very brave girl. <sighs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, every time uh, Dan and I have a really intense fight, I'm like, well, I mean, it'll make for a good episode, I guess. If- and is he okay? How do you guys feel about this that you're like, do you, does he, how does he feel about you guys having like, our, our relationship be so public? Yeah. Um, I think we both feel pretty good about it. That's good. Yeah. And I, and I know that that's because we are both really ha- happy in our relationship. That's true. So it's okay to talk about things that don't go well. That makes sense. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Because if it was all shit, you'd be like, nobody. Yeah. 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 Well, and I don't, I don't feel like I have to justify my relationship ever, which I think is a, it reflects like how happy I am in the relationship. So, I know, like, in my, in previous relationships, I've been like, oh, well, we're great. We're really, like, I'm so happy. <laughs> so happy. He's a great guy. He's yeah, a, I mean, you don't know really him like great. I do. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> you don't know him like, he's different when we're alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Dan, Dan is so, um, uh, open. Across all platforms. Yeah. Yeah. And so am I. Well, Respect we're, like, we're very, um, we're very similar. So I think that, like, we, we expect uh, the same things out of ourselves that we do out of each other. So it's it's fine. I think it's good. That is I think good. It's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. I mean, if I start, um, yeah, and I also, yeah, I don't feel like I, I'm, I don't start the podcast by saying like, hey, everybody, I'm super happy. happy. I'm yeah. really happy. You're happy We're right still now. doing well on a scale of one to 10. We're at an eight today. <laughs> what do we do next? It's like a weather forecast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. He's, he shaved his beard. Yeah. Saw it. Weird. Whoa! <laughs> Could that have been more? <laughs> it just fell out of the. It was like again. a literal like Chris Rock oh, mic drop. Gathy. <laughs> um, shaved his beard. He shaved his beard, and it's the first like when we we hung out for a while before we started dating, and he did this video for me, which I ended up not like making like we we spent this night making this video and it's never been edited together maybe I'll edit it together oh, you're going to have to <laughs> but it's uh like Dan really wants to date me and I'm really resistant for several different reasons this is a video you made before you were dating yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he shaved for the video and like I remember like being bummed that he had shaved for the video like I really like I like how he looks like a professor kind yeah. of with his beard he's got a good beard yeah yeah I like it a whole lot um and he's had the beard our entire relationship and then he shaved it last night for Jareth night at Ham- Harmontown and like it's fine I mean he, now his face is all soft but now it feels like kissing a girl know, it feels strange and you liked it yeah <laughs> I'm sorry. I should. I'll, I'll leave. It's me. I'll leave. Perry talk. <laughs> Katie Perry talk. I, and that's what I was saying last night. He's still got a good face without the beard. Whereas I have been with a guy that when he shaved his beard, I did not like his face and ended up breaking up with him. Many reasons. <laughs> but that was a big like impetus of like, oh, I don't like your face. Like, right. What am I, I didn't realize it. Yeah. But it looked like that. Grow that shit back. And he did not grow it back. So I broke up with him. But he's got a good face without the beard. Yeah. yeah. I like his face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, it's interesting, like, he, when he, the, the way that I felt, uh, felt about him the last time that he had a shaved, shaved face, like, I, I wasn't, 
I wasn't like attracted to him the same way and I didn't love him the same way. Yeah, so that's strange for him to shave his face and be like, oh, yeah, like I would totally, yeah, I love, yeah it's, it's still that guy, but now I love you and now it's things that's are fun. things are different. Yeah, I think anytime you can see the person that you love in a new with new eyes, it's it's like amazing. It's like yeah. the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that's why I change my hair a lot, and I think part of that is because I always want Kumail to be like not know. Be like, oh, it's a new girl. I got a new, this is a new one. And how cool is that? Yeah. Guys don't have as many options, but I, yeah, I think it, yeah. I think anytime you can, you know, when you, when you've been with someone for a while, you don't even see them when you look at them anymore. You just, because you've got the idea of them already filled in your head. So it's like, you're not even really looking at them. And I have to like, it's always good to remind yourself to like, no, look at them. That's, remember, remember Mm -hmm. this guy Mm -hmm. when you saw him and he was wearing that weird jacket? Like, you have to remember that. Yeah. 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 That's really important. Yeah, I feel pretty. I feel pretty active, and I have a great relationship, and I'm very happy. Me <laughs> <laughs> um, thinks the lady, whatever, whatever that expression is. <laughs> um, I I do have a hard time adjusting, and maybe you can give me some advice on this. Like, you know, when you settle into a relationship and people become more comfortable, you lose that. Like when Dan and I first started dating, it was just constant like you're so beautiful. I can't get over you. You're so smart. Yeah. You're so wonderful. Like you're like Dan said to me once, your soul is a million miles deep and every inch of it hums or like, I'm misquoting. Shut up. That's but beautiful. Like, swir- oh no. And every inch of it swirls and hums. And I like wrote it down on a, it's on a piece of Inside paper. Inside your my, vagina? Is it? Is vagina? Yeah. I mean, I would, I would tattoo my vagina with that. He one time Instagrammed, and this is super weird that I remember this, but he, it, it was a picture of you asleep in an airport and you were sleeping on the floor and he, it was, the caption was, this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. And I was like, it's so sweet. Oh, it just so like, nice, yeah. it, it destroyed. I showed it to Camille and I was like, why don't you do this? No, I just oh, thought that no. was beautiful. And I, and if that stuck in my head and it's not my relationship, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, backstory on that photo that we were going to Carlsbad Caverns in the middle and that was in the middle of like the whole Chevy Chase scandal. Mm-hmm. And the night before, I had had so much to drink that I puked in the car on the way to the airport and then was throwing up in the airport. Could not, like, I couldn't have been less beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was lying there closing my eyes, just trying not to throw up. And this is so sweet. very sweet. Yeah. 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 Very sweet. So exactly like those, those, and it's not that he's like stopped doing those things, but I know that like for him, like he's very comfortable. So then it mm-hmm. just, it becomes like, Oh, you exist and we exist together mm-hmm. and I love you and I'm not, but because, because he was so passionate at the beginning, like, how do I adjust Emily? What do I do? What do I do? That's a great question. <laughs> I feel like, uh, and that's the thing we have to like, acknowledge. Or should him. I adjust? I mean, will we talk about it? Yeah. Like, he's still like, he's still very sweet and very passionate. Well, like, I mean, like acknowledge that like, it, things were like we were more hopped up on this at the beginning because it was more new to us and can you fake it for me please like that's <laughs> literally like like two days ago I was like I need you I was like I'm gonna leave the room and I'm gonna change into something and when I come back I need you to tell me just the sweetest things that you can possibly like just go all out and he'll because he's wonderful yeah. we have a great relationship <laughs> he'll, he'll do it like he you know he will do it right uh, and yeah. and uh I need that like I, I I can't I'm not gonna deny that I need that and I try to do it for him he doesn't really ask for it as much but like I'll I'll be like oh my god you like you look um, you're so handsome oh my god I've never seen anyone with a back as good as your like I'll just like and I'm <laughs> not making it up he's got a great back the man has an amazing <laughs> back the uh and I'm not making it up it's just one of those things that like occurs to you It occurs to you when you're in a newer relationship that you have to remind yourself mm-hmm. of later and it's right 
I literally just try to every day like remember this is so cheesy but you wake up every day and like if I had the choice today would I be with them today would I if I woke up this morning and we weren't together would I still want to be with them right and would he still want to be with me both questions are important because yeah. if you're acting like an asshole and slubbing around like just being like a closed off like which everybody goes through phases but if you wake right. up and you're like I don't know that anybody would want to be with me if they woke up with me the way I am right now. Then you need to adjust some shit. But you also wake up every day and look at the person like, do I still, would I still choose to be with this person? If so, let them know. Like, figure out a way to show them. But, and it, that's, it's it's kind of cheesy, but I, I try to do that as much as I can. Oh, that's great. On both ends, because, yeah, you know, you get into that weird rut where you're just like, in yoga pants like do you work do you work from home do you work yeah yeah yeah. when you work from home especially there are days when it's like i'm just wearing the same outfit because i don't have to go anywhere not maybe not until nighttime but i like all day long i'm just like in my glasses like yeah yeah, what am i doing like i don't know so then on days like that happen i will i will maybe put on a dress like for no reason at all i'll put on like a cocktail dress and just be like today is the day that i'm in a cocktail dress that's nice because you deserve a little bit more than me and being in yoga pants and like a shitty tank top all day long yeah yeah i don't know that's that's it that's the only and i'm not saying it works constantly but that's what we that's what we both do to try to keep stuff new because it's like six years it's a it's you know yeah it's not a short amount always being like active in your never letting it rest you never can sleep on it you never can you always have to trust that the relationship will be there but you can't ever rest on it Mm -hmm. like feel safe in it but like also feel like it's the thing you've got to maintain or else like it's not fair to the other person, you know? Yeah. yeah. I always try to remind myself to treat my partners like my friends. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, yeah that is good. Because, like, with your friends, like, you you aren't constantly, like, like ugh, like, how dare they yeah. say that? Or yeah. Like, you really, I mean, I need to talk to them about the way that they do this. Oh, my God, they, it's such yeah. a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, you treat, you, you show your friends, like, more respect than you do your partners. Yeah. Because your partners become your family, and then they become... And, and like expectation wise, oh yeah, like not, uh, not, not, um, oh, Katy Perry. Um. <laughs> I was like, please say Katy Perry. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but what you said also, like when you when you say like asking Camille to say, you, "Oh yeah, you look great." I mean, that's that's good. taking ownership of what you need is so oh, important. God. And ladies, men really appreciate slash need, need. that. Yeah, like, they it's it's really frustrating. Like we were, I think women are able to speak on a different level than men. Um, and maybe it's even a cooler level. Yeah, and it's, it's not always appreciated, but it is a cooler. Yeah, level. I think I it's agree. a cooler level, and it's 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 more um, it's complicated and it's um, more uh, nuanced, and like men don't understand it for whatever reason. And it doesn't mean that they're worse beings, but it kind of means that we're cooler. Yeah, a little bit. And they're from Venus. And they're from uh, yeah. <laughs> or maybe we're from Venus. I don't uh, know. Yeah, we're from Venus. Okay. Um, Wait, are we from Venus? Men are from Mars. Yeah, Venus, but, yeah, 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 yeah. It's alliteration. That's right. Yes, and yes. Vagina Venus. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, in the same way, like, we have to uh, be responsible for that, and then not expect or or, or like help. Yeah, the expectation way. thing that is the biggest curse. Yes, I think of any family relationship, any like parent-child relationship. They're like, just okay. So you're like. 
I, I dealt with a family because I, I was a couples and family therapist for like six years. So I had a family that the mom was really angry that the kid wouldn't turn off the lights when he left a room. And so while the kid was, in, they were in a room together, the mom mm-hmm. and the son, all she would be thinking about is like, he better fucking turn that thing off when he leaves the room. He better do it. He better do it. Ooh. And then sure enough, he would leave the room, not turn the light off. And now she's furious. The kid has no idea what's going on. Yeah. All the kid knows is that suddenly this woman is furious with him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, great. You never communicated to me that you needed this to happen. You never, at, like, I was never told what the expectations were. I just know I didn't meet them. And I think that happens in couples a lot, too. Like, you don't communicate to your partner. I need to be told I look pretty today. And then when they don't do it, you're like, he doesn't love me and our relationship's fading. And it's like, you can't. And I, people are like, well, it's not as, it's not as real if you have to ask for it. Mm-hmm. Grow up. No, Grow yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> Grow up. Nobody gets, nobody can get you well enough to yeah. give you all the things you need without yeah. you even knowing you need them. You have to be able to communicate it. Get, because guess what, what What he would like? Yeah. He would like for you to smile yeah. at him and be uh, happy and, and not uh, be give him a thumbs up when he's yeah. uh, when he's playing Skyrim. Oh, and, totally. Like that. Those are his expectations. Absolutely. And so he like needs if, to communicate those too. Um, yeah, and guys are yeah. not great at it either. Yeah. But I'm just saying like this thing of like getting mad because he doesn't do the things that you he should do. Mm-hmm. The should is like the worst. Like yes. anything you should do is the worst fucking thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no one knows what they should do by your standards. You mm-hmm. have to tell them. And so much pressure is alleviated when you just tell yourself, like, I can only control myself. I am oh, only God. responsible yeah. for myself and I'm responsible for my own happiness. Yeah. And it's, I'm never going to be able to control this person. Never. And it's going to be It's both scary fine. and liberating. It's yes. great. Yeah. 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 Just let him be weird at a party. It's not my business. I know I'm married to him. Not my business. If he wants to be weird at a party, <laughs> make everybody try really hot peppers that burn them, which is what is he that, did. Is that how he's weird? He makes everyone try hot peppers? When, when, uh, when my husband is in a party mood, uh, yeah, he will like get people to like... There was like one party that there were like ghost peppers there, which is the hottest, hottest pepper known to man. Mm-hmm. And he made everyone like forced people to try it. Because oh, he can handle really hot stuff, but people were like, and he will like walk up and like knock cups out of people's hands. Like he turns into like an 80s jerk. <laughs> like he's just doing a bit, but it's like, if you don't know him, you're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. But if you know him, it's like hilarious. And he's like, what's up, bitches? And then he just knocks a drink out of your hand. I'm oh, making him man. sound like an asshole. He's great. <laughs> It's really, really funny. But for a while, I was like, oh, people are going to not understand. He's doing a bit. I have to explain. No, I don't. Let him yeah, do whatever he yeah. wants to do. Like, also, like, no, one, yeah, shit? no one's no one's worrying about. No Emily. one cares. No yeah. one's worrying about Aaron in those situations. Yeah, exactly. When Dan uh, like chooses a party time to um, reconfigure all of his remotes in his house, and <laughs> and I'm like, I'm serving or like hors d'oeuvres, and like he's nowhere to be yeah. seen. He's uh, he's he's got all the remotes set up, and he's like, I just want to see if I can figure out how to. And it's like what now. It's like time. now there are all these people over. Stop it. Yeah, the worst. last time we had people over, Kumail started playing Mortal Kombat with one other person that we had over, and to the exclusion <laughs> of everyone. Like, no one was watching, no and, he, and I was like, you're taking up the television, which people were watching, you're taking up, like, everything. He did not give a shit, and I, uh, I cared for, like, a minute, and then I was like, well, who gives a shit? Like, everybody's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. We're all fine. Yeah. But also stop playing Mortal Kombat at some point. So you can so at least give other people the chance to play. That's what we right. ended up doing. That everybody ended up playing. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um thank you and thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks. This it was just great. It was a delight. It was a delight. Yeah. Okay, guys. That was the show. 
Thank you for listening. I highly encourage you to um, follow Emily on Twitter. She's uh, at Gynomite. That is uh, the Gynomite, sorry, at the Gynomite, which is T H E G Y N O M I T E. And follow her Tumblr. It's really good and really funny. And listen to the Indoor Kids podcast with Kumail and go to shows at Meltdown. And uh, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams on Twitter. Um, I'm sure there is an at your dreams. I don't mean that. I mean, follow your dreams. This is a stupid outro. I apologize. Um, And follow me on Twitter. (sighs) Gosh. Um, Good luck, everyone. Good luck. We need small businesses, and right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo and Files Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever.